shelters play a big role in our lives and in our society as a whole. Because you know what? Shelters are basically our home. It would be also our workplaces. And of course, places where people are at or things may be installed. To add to that, shelters may serve as security blanket to others. And to some extent, it may serve as our pride. Welcome. You are all about shelters, the podcast edition. Hi, I am your host, Edric Marcos C. Florentino, and thank you so much for following us. But for those who just tuned in to our series entitled Understanding Shelters, we invite you to listen to our previous episodes so as to have a broader understanding on this important item that may affect our living condition. You may listen to some of our released episodes at Apple Podcasts or at Spotify. Just search all about shelters and then click those episodes you have missed. Or you may visit us at www.princelyhouse.com slash allaboutshelters. Alright, let us now jump in to part 2 of Understanding Shelters. For this particular episode, I will only be touching on the first subsection entitled Shelters for Human Habitations. And the other main sections and the rest of the subsections may be tackled in our future episodes due to time constraints. Okay? So I will walk you through the first subsections on shelters for human habitations where we can still sectionalize this further through its uses and types as follows. Right? So number one, we have shelters for private use. Number two, we have shelters for private public use. And number three, shelters for public use. All right? Let me touch very briefly about shelters for private use, okay? To start with, shelters for private use are mostly private dwelling places or private domiciles. These shelters were designed and constructed primarily for privately used dwelling places for the homeowners. So you see, the word private use already suggests that particular space or shelters will be used privately and exclusively by a particular individual or by a particular group of individuals who resides in that particular domicile. You know, shelters for private use are really not meant for business purposes because those shelters were designed and constructed based on the criteria, spaces, and layout requirement of that particular owner of the house, which further strengthens the main purpose of having it as private use by the homeowners or house owners. To nail it down, it simply means that the house owners of these private use shelters did not have any intentions from the beginning of having their place be rented out to individuals or to a group of people as a temporary dwelling place with any financial gains from any of these tenants of that house either on an hour basis, daily, monthly, quarterly, or yearly rental fees. And here are some good examples of uh, the these types of shelters under shelters for private use, such as the use for residences, 
vacation houses, rest houses, apartments, townhouses, and condominiums, you know, just to name a few examples. And of course, all of the above I just mentioned are used privately by the homeowners without receiving any financial gain from the people who live in that particular shelter. I think you got the idea of shelters for private use are. You probably are staying in it. Moving on to the next one is shelters for private public use. Shelters for private public use are shelters originally designed and constructed as a private domicile for the homeowners, as mentioned above. Okay? Now, the only thing that qualifies shelters to become a shelters for private public use is when the homeowners or the house owners of that particular shelter are getting financial returns from any individual or a group of individuals residing in that particular shelter, regardless if the shelter was originally intended for shelters for private use, which means that once the homeowner or the house owner receives any rental dues, the said shelter is automatically converted to a shelter for private public use. Alright? So in short, if the homeowner of this house receives a guest or guests that are temporarily staying in their house, regardless of the length of stay, with financial returns or rentals either on an hourly, daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annual basis, this shelter automatically changes its status from shelter for private use to shelter for private public use, otherwise known as mid-place. Well, we will dedicate another series for mid-places and to tell you this is another very interesting subject and I must admit that I love to talk about this particular subject. Alright, going back to our topic, here are some types of shelters for private public use category. Okay, so we have private residential that became a mini, you know, hotel, motel, or dormitories, either converted to houses, townhouses, or apartments, or condominium units for rent, or some bed and breakfast lodging units, or probably a residence partially rented out as room for rent or any transient places or home-based places for that matter. In summary, if homeowners of private use domicile receive any financial gains from its tenants, the category of that particular private shelter becomes a shelter for private public use. Okay, so let us now go to the last category of sub section number three, which is shelters for public space. Well, shelters for public use are places where transients temporarily reside or just visit that particular place for a purpose. Shelter for public use may be categorized into two parts. These are, one, the public dwelling places, and two, non-public dwelling places. The difference is very clear that the dwelling place is for a temporary dwelling while the other one is non 
dwelling places, which means it is used by other purpose but not intended for dwelling. Okay? We will start with shelters for public dwelling places. These shelters are basically a temporary dwelling places for transients. This place is designed to function to receive a massive inflow and outflow of people, or transients, if you may, who intends to stay on that shelter on a temporary basis with rental fees, either on an hour, daily, monthly, quarterly, or yearly rentals. Shelters for public dwelling places, or otherwise known as mid-places, are places like hotels, motels, drive-ins, dormitories, apartments and townhouses, bed and breakfast, lodging places, resorts, and other similar rentable dwelling places. Now let us go to another category called shelters for public non-dwelling places. Shelters for public non-dwelling places are places or spaces good for business establishments such as business offices or commercial places like malls, supermarkets, markets, banks, and other business spaces or other similar shelters that houses business establishments. Another type for shelters for public non-dwelling places are shelters for institutional purposes like educational facilities and the likes, you know, uh, health facilities and the likes, and other institutional shelters. Another type of shelters for public non-dwelling places are government and government-owned public places like government offices and other shelters rented or owned by the government. And last, of course, other special shelters, and there are too many to mention. So in summary, Shelters for human habitations are classified as follows. 1. Shelters for private use. These are shelters which are privately dwelled by the homeowners without rental fees from the people who live in it. Number 2. Shelters for private public use are former dwelling places with charging rental fees from the tenants living in it. Number three, shelters for public use are shelters for commercial, institutional, and government uses. There are a lot of things I need to share to you about the three subsections for shelters for human habitation. But due to the time limit I am setting myself for each episode, I may share other items in our future episodes. But for the next episode, I will be discussing deeply about shelters for private use. Thank you so much for being with us, and I look forward to being with you in our next episode. Remember, you may listen to some of our episodes regarding all about shelters. They are available at Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or better yet, visit us at www.princelyhouse.com slash allaboutshelters. Once again, this is your host, Edric Marco Florentino, for All About Shelters, the podcast edition. Bye for now.